Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. We back for another one. Um, you know, of course, you know, when we, before we get into the topic, we're going to introduce everybody on the sh- on the platform, on the cast. To my right here, you know, I got we got a new face. Introduce yourself, bro. What's going on, Derek Boone here? Uh, Big Boone Theory on Instagram. Uh, Derek G Boone is my business consultant page. Uh, glad to be here. Facts. Appreciate you having me. Facts, facts. To my left, another familiar face. Tell them, tell them, tell them yeah. what's up. Introduce Colton yourself, Colton Palmer. Uh, of course, got to throw in from Durham to Bull City. This time I'll give you my handles, at Colton Palmer, uh, C-O-L-T-O-N-P-A-L-M-E-R. Um, I got, you know, I brought, brought Bedlam Vodka in, in the building today for us to sip on a little bit. Hold, hold your cups you up, know, fellas. For us to enjoy. You know. You know like so, and I'm going to say this. I'm not a vodka drinker at all. I mean, that would be my absolutely my last, last choice. But this right here, I'm convinced. <laughs> because it's the first vodka I've ever had where it's not, you know, you don't have any burn whenever you sip it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I feel like it's very, very versatile, especially now, especially now for the summer months. Absolutely. Man, you can do a little sunrise with this right here, a little vodka Mix sunrise. Mix it up. You can do different things and kind of still enjoy it without having that that traditional vodka burn. So, like, shout out to Bell and Vodka for, for that. And we are thoroughly enjoying it today. But today, man, I am Aaron, your host. Um, we are talking about a topic, uh, and this this topic right here is for it's for the ladies, but I think it's more so also maybe for the fellas. And this topic today is alpha men, beta males. You know, understanding what they are, understanding how to identify them, understanding the hierarchical positions, and understanding what each one of these individuals plays in modern society today. And I'm a firm believer that we need alpha men and we need beta men to make sure that balance is always in order whenever it comes to us being the men that uh, play a major role in how society runs and how the world works. And so we're going to start kick it off with, Boom, what's your, what's, your, what's your perspective on that, man? What's your perspective on, on and I think the, the one that everybody wants to speak on first is alpha, alpha males. Man, so... As soon as I hear alpha male, I attribute that to leadership, right? Leadership. You're a leader in your pack. That's where it comes from, right, from an animalistic standpoint. Um, we have leaders in different capacities, right? Mm-hmm. So you have leaders in sports, right? The alpha male may be the one who teaches people how to do things or tell people where to go. Um, the alpha male in society might be the person that people look at and – I think people on the outside think of it as a physical thing more so. So they think the most, the biggest, strongest, fastest, or the most pronounced person in maybe the room Mm -hmm. is the alpha male. However, I also think that there are different, I guess, different aspects to that, right? So it may not be the 
biggest, fastest, strongest, but it might be the most meticulous. It might be the most Absolutely. strong person mentally. It might be the person who can hold their emotional intelligence the best. It might be the person who can uh, strategize the best. So um, I feel like the alpha versus beta is a conversation around leaders versus followers. So if you're alpha male, per se, for this conversation, you should be able to bring out the alpha males out of your team because I'm, I'm a team player. Absolutely. Um, so if I'm the leader, the spearhead, I may be the point of contact. However, I know the person sitting left of me is smarter than me, you know, can handle a conversation better than me. And I should be able to point that, you know, in your direction and say, hey, in that point, I'm the beta male. Absolutely. You know what I mean? At that point, I'm handing it off to you because I know that you can do it better than me. So I think the point of leadership is the conversation around the alpha. I like that. Male, if that makes sense. I, I like, like that. it, but I, I like don't it. consider that beta at all. All right, dude, go ahead. Right? Being able to delegate is an alpha trait in right. my mind, right? right. Because you right, know right, your right, strengths. Right. You know where you're good. You know where you can hold up the fort or hold down the fort, and you know where you need help, right? Mm -hmm. That in and of itself is being conscious of who you are. Mm -hmm. Right. If you beta, you think you can do this shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You think <laughs> you have what it takes. You ain't been put through the fire yet. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. it's just like, all right, I hear you in that space, but now I'm going to give you the task as the alpha and say, okay, you want this spot? Show me you can do it. Mm -hmm. Right. That is what I agree with you there. When you were like, the alpha should be able to bring the alpha out of everybody else. Right. And like you said, he ain't always the biggest person in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He ain't always the loudest person in the room. He usually that nigga that's sitting in the corner watching everybody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he's he's regulating. Absolutely. That's what alphas do. You mm -hmm. regulate, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Delegation yep. is a part of regulation. Yeah. You think that's damn, that was hard too. That was that's a bar. We gotta we gotta that write that down, dog. You know what I'm saying? So in my mind, I don't believe that how do I let me backtrack. I do believe that there are beta men. Right, I yep. do. Oh, there have there has to be if there's an alpha male, there's there has alpha. to be a beta right. male. But remember, every beta can become an alpha. Absolutely. If we look mm -hmm. at if, like you brought up bi biology, brought up nature. The only difference between where we are and where animals are is we have consciousness. Mm -hmm. Right, we have the ability to act against our instincts. Mm -hmm. So in our space, is there really a beta or an alpha? Because effectively, that's based on instinct. For sure. Right. And in this space, if you have the faculties to make decisions, then you have the opportunity to become an alpha. So you said something very critical because you said that a beta male can become an alpha male. Mm -hmm. And so that also has to be understood amongst the men is that change is inevitable. Change is inevitable. And Absolutely. we can, and we can, we're, we're, we're hinting around the conversation, but let's look at a wolf pack, mm -hmm. right? That alpha male of that wolf pack, Hasn't always been an alpha. Ooh, it was a pup. It was a pup. It had to fight. It had to do some things. It had to do some things that, um, that that really spark a fire in his pack. Absolutely. To say that okay, he's on the rise of being alpha. And yeah, you have to one day. Um, I kind of look at it like alpha versus beta is that you have to one day have an inner war with yourself, a spiritual war on the inside of yourself. You're not going to physically be a beta and physically go at an alpha male in reality to be alpha. Being alpha is an intrinsic thing. So you have to you have to you have to hone in on the 
beta of yourself and the alpha of yourself and tell your beta self that, okay, it's time for us to rise to the occasion and transition to this leadership role, big dog role, push yourself, be uncomfortable, delegate, being humble, knowing how to listen more than you speak and to always put yourself around other alpha males so that you can level up. Cause there's levels to this. It's not, it's not that you become alpha and get lazy. It's you become out, you become alpha and you progress. Jay-Z is, is what you consider that he was alpha when he did drop reasonable doubt. And he came into the rap game with 150 grand large of his own money. But now he's a billionaire. He didn't stay at 150,000. You know, he stayed at he stayed at a Billy. Kanye West is another example of that. Diddy is an example of that. You, those men learned mm-hmm. those traits because you surround yourself with other alpha men. How can you be something that you know that you don't look up to? Like even with this group of us right here, is something in each one of you that I look up to, which is why I asked you to be on this pod. I don't want to be on on no podcast with nobody that can't help me grow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. So it's like I want to run with guys that I am essentially very similar with and people that can make me up my game. Right. Like I think I told you about my boy in California, Itwa, this Nigerian, and he he has all the real estate properties. My boy Lee has real estate properties. These guys put me in a zone like uh, I gotta get that. Because yeah. because the Thinking alpha different. in me, the con- the competitive it sparks the competitiveness in me. I'm like, hold on. Why ain't I own this yet? Keep how you weren't envious of those correct guys, and no, it's like no nah, okay it made you me want to step my game up yeah absolutely that's an alpha quality i mean dead 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 desmond scott that left he's a he's somebody that i look at as an alpha absolutely. he put me to the side like yo what you doing got me make me want to do this for my podcast you put me in the room with people that can help me get my podcast to the next level so it's like it's all about Recognizing alpha energy and building so that you all can continue to elevate and keep the playing field. I'm feeling mad. I'm feeling a whole bunch yeah. of energy from hey, what's, what's up, ready, Cole? What's up? What's up? Come talk to us, Cole. <laughs> I just think I um, have a unique perspective on you know that become that I have the ability to know the exact day and time that the alpha male in me was was cultivated. Okay. Um, Tell and us I have to give a look. I have to. I have to give a little context because, you know, I come from a wrestling background. I'm the youngest of three boys. Started wrestling when I was five years old. We had a particular uh, coach that would come train us every morning. We'd be there at 530 in the morning before school. From, from nine years old to 18, I either lifted or wrestled before school every single day. Um, so we had a wrestling room at the career, weight room at the career. His name was CeCe Fisher. Not not somebody who shows much sympathy. Right? He's, he's, a, he's a tough dude. Mm-hmm. Whining, complaining means absolute, tears mean nothing to him, and he's hard. Yeah, it's just but in wrestling, that's mm-hmm. it's a mentality. And my dad always talked about the alpha male and, and all that. But when I was probably say about eleven or twelve years old, uh, we're wrestling one day. We've been out there about an hour and a half. It's probably hundred plus degrees you know, mm-hmm. outside. The shed's even hotter where we, where we work out. Mm-hmm. And he literally took me to what I would consider my breaking point. Breaking point was a, a term used in my household a lot. Breaking point is not when something hurts. It's when you feel like death is moments away. Mm. My dad would always say, your goal is to move your breaking point. Mm. Well, CeCe didn't allow point. me to make a decision on my breaking point moving that day. Yeah, yeah, bro. I am, I'm crying, barely standing up. He essentially is, is just fucking me up. Mm-hmm. And at a point in my head, I'm like, fuck, like what? So I just I got out of my wrestling stance. I reared back and I punched him as hard as I could. 
with with all my might. <laughs> That's when he woke up. He was uh-huh. a, he was a grown he was a grown man though. He was a grown man. So yeah, and I'm like 11, 12 year old. I punch him as hard as I can. He said, now take that and put it into your wrestling. Mm. And we continued to wrestle. And that's when the tears stopped coming. That's when I was able to then translate anger, pain, all of those things, and channel them into what I was doing. Yeah, you take the words out of my mouth. It was a a new zone. Absolutely. And from that point on, I looked at wrestling differently. I looked at the sport as this guy may be more technically sound, and he's winning in the first period, but about halfway through the second – this dude has a sense that his breaking point is close, and then you saw that moment when everything came out. Snacks it came so out of he 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 took him to his breaking point and just broke him. Mm-hmm. And then David from that Goggins point is. on, he dominated. What's that? You know who David Goggins is? Uh, yeah, I've, I've heard of him. I'm that, not super familiar. That but. point you just made about you could tell, you could see it in that person when their breaking point was coming. That's when you need a seal. That's when you. That's yeah, right. Absolutely. That's when you come in and close. Absolutely. So for me, the. The alpha male in the room, the wrestling room, was always earned. When I I was the alpha male in eighth grade and middle school, I moved into high school. I was not. Was I was beta. in a room with three alpha males, two-time defending state champs. Mm-hmm. These dudes were dominant. They were kicking my ass every day. But me being a beta, at in that moment, I'm 115 pounds. They're 130, 140. Right. But they knew I was. I was. You know, they knew you was coming alpha yeah. because I was said, fighting. Oh, no yeah. matter no yeah. matter how much how bad they beat me, I was still scrapping. I was. Doing illegal shit, mm-hmm. I was punching nuts if I had to. It didn't matter. Like you weren't just gonna fuck me because up. Because alpha comes from here. Exactly. It's hard. And then the the main thing for me, once wrestling ended, I had to I had to relearn how to take that mentality and put it into the business world. Oh, did you? And in life. That was a that was a transition because everything up to that point was was handled physically. Mm-hmm. My dad was like, cherish this time where you can put your hands on somebody. Mm-hmm. And when you're done with wrestling, you won't be able to. I got to talk to your pops, man. Yeah. Pops be dropping good. Oh. Pops be oh, dropping gems, though. Hey, Bring my, pops through. My, my, pops. my pops would never. <laughs> <laughs> my dad dropped major gems. I mean, like, his his whole even approach to bringing us up was just, I mean, I got to give him his, his due. I got to give him his credit. And he's a great talker, so we we, we endured quite a few lectures. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? As kids. Right. But – Man, when I when I transitioned, I was you know going, moving to the workforce. I knew what I was capable of. I knew nobody could outwork me. I was mm-hmm. willing to work harder than anybody. Like that. But there was also a sense of I have to earn these guys' respect around me. Every single seat in the in I was at a car dealership. Every single seat in the dealership, from the secretary to the salesman to the kid who's running and grabbing keys for valet, I had to earn every single person's respect in order to lead them. Mm, and that's what that's, a lot of cats miss. Awful. They come in and they try to just be a dickhead. Yeah. They, they dictate. You learn how to serve. But that's how the alpha, you that's how the alpha gets right. sl- gets killed. When the, you come in and try to dictate, so and you haven't earned you, the respect. You, you learn how to, you learn how to sell. Yep. You learn how to serve. And, hold on, that's a good point because that's when they think they alphas, but they not because nah. they flexing too much. Yeah. Right. So my I grew up down the street. It was twenty dudes in the neighborhood. I was I'm second uh, second oldest. So I was already a beta. Yeah. I'm already born into second. In, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. so, so if my brother walk in right now, I still am beta because he That's big true. dog. He I'm ain't gotta say nothing because right. nobody would know him like that. But if he walk in, he'll be like, yeah. But he's that person that if everybody's around here and he say move, everybody move. gonna move. Yeah. So that's like those leadership that you trust and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Like, like you through, trust through, his leadership. Yeah. 
through my sibling, like through my siblingship and through the neighborhood, it's like I grew up with people from in Durham, same way. Mm-hmm. I know, I know the same way. <laughs> yeah. From five to fourteen. We five, they fourteen. They walk down the street, you a beta. Yeah. Until you until you show that fight that Colton just Ooh, said. Absolutely. So you show that fight is that one person that hits you and is like, I ain't gonna take this no more. Yeah. And then when you go to whatever your situation is, whether it be in business, whether it be in um, in the community, whatever, you take that dog that is still instilled in you, mm-hmm. and you just hone in on it. It's easy to you now because you you grew up with it. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? We go through college and we we already got it. And, you know and, and co- the game right now is everyone is saying this without saying this. You have to follow before you can lead. Absolutely. You have to know how sure. to follow before you. Every single one of y'all just brought up examples of how you had to follow first before you knew what an alpha really was. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And then you learn that trait when it woke up in you. You know what I'm saying? When it woke up in you. Yeah, oh, when yeah. It woke up in you. you Absolutely. Realize, oh, this is how this works. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And one, one, one point, one thing, and you keep saying that word, one thing I, I want to make sure that we highlight is that that transmutation of energy that you had, and you said that your coach told you, all right, take that and apply it to this. Mm-hmm. And you then took you took that same lesson from him. You transmutated that energy from what you used to wrestle. And you said, "Okay, time to go to business now. Yep. Let me take that." And that's one key um, universal law that people neglect. Yep. They neglect the law of transmutation. of of It's a law that you can use to be successful, and you can use and apply it to almost anything that you have. That's what fasting is. Yeah. Fasting, you're supposed to. Stop what you're doing from one thing in particular and transition that energy into something else. So you stop eating meat to meditate longer. You stop doing you you you, you fast from sex in order to uh, achieve a goal, to pass a board exam, to get a new job, whatever it may be. You transmute the energy. The energy has always been there. It's just you've been applying it to something else. And you you just said something that made me damn. I need to bring my dad on here for real. <laughs> my pops when he was 22. My dad's I guess like. 60. He's about 60, he's 65 now. When he was 22 years old, he became a pescatarian. Okay. Just because he wrote a paper. Mm-hmm. Then about, I would say it's been about 20 years now for Lent. He gave up eating Monday, Wednesday, Friday. My dad for the last 20 years has not ate food on Monday, Wednesday, wow. Friday. Eating no matter, at all? Period. Wow. It doesn't matter the holiday. Drink water? Just water. Just drink water. And just water. Yeah, no just fluids. Food. But Monday, Wednesday, Friday, he mm-hmm. does not. Everyone told him he was crazy to do it. No, but then all of these studies start coming out. All of that fasting mm-hmm. is good for this and that. But his was just it. It was intuitive, yeah, yeah and discipline. It's, it showed me that is a trait of an alpha male. Yeah. Yes, it is. Unbelievable discipline. Is, it is alpha male has yeah. supreme discipline mm-hmm. from all things, from alcohol, sex, from women, from overworking, from underworking. Mm-hmm. They have discipline in all areas, and so I feel like that's when a man hits his um, peak is when he masters discipline. Mm-hmm. Right, and it's, di- it's 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 difficult to call yourself alpha if you lack discipline. Yeah, like if you have to go to the club all the time, if you gotta buy a section every time you go out, if you gotta have three or four women, if you gotta respond to every post, if you you like discipline if you react to everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So the the yes. you do you know how much energy it takes to not react to something? That's what you control. Yeah. You control. And so what if you, you can, can control, control, right? You you learn exactly. that. You learn that very very. You right. learn that very very early so in alpha like male stage. Me, every man, I'm talking to black men in particular, but every man in general has the ability 
to unlock it. To unlock it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Right? It, like you said, takes discipline. Mm-hmm. You want to become an alpha? Discipline go yourself. go go through the go through the go through yeah. the initiation yeah. of, of yourself. Of it's yourself. an initiation of your yes. soul. You know, like you have to be willing to go through the initiation process of your soul because it's going to be rocky. Mm-hmm. You're going to have self identity issues. Like you're going to uh, you're going to lose friends. Yep. You're going to uh, start contemplating your profession. You're going to start contemplating your beliefs. You're going to contemplate everything about yourself. But if you want to sacrifice to get to that point, sacrifice is the key. Right, it's, it's you sacrifice when they're in that. St- I keep going back to that story because it's a good story. You sacrificed your uh, vulnerability in that moment because you let your coach see you cry. Yeah. So he either could have took that. Uh, he could have took that as an opportunity to uh, harm you emotionally mm-hmm. or harvest it emotionally. Mm-hmm. And so you had to go through that to get to the point where you were. And so everything comes with a price. When you trans and when you in that transition, I think that's something that has to be understood. And I, I don't, I don't mean to make this into uh, I'm selling the sport of wrestling, but I, I really, I, but I got to. No, it's where learn you learned your lessons. Learn life through it for yeah, for, for for black men and women at mm-hmm. this point because uh, my my niece wrestles now. She, we didn't we didn't ask her to wrestle. She started off in judo and she wanted to wrestle, but I say this: wrestling is a sport, and people say it's not a team sport; it's an individual sport. I think it's the greatest team sport on earth because every individual is held accountable for their actions. When I step out on the mat, I can't ask coach for help. No one, can, I can't tag nobody in. I can't pass the ball to them. It's on me. On so if I get pinned, I let the team down. Yep. Now, if I win, I, I help the team. But there's also moments where I may be the guy, the the other my opponents better than me. But if I give up a pin, we lose six points. Mm-hmm. If he just beats me, I give up three points. So there's still a level. Escape artist, you yeah, gain a point. Yeah, yeah, but I can still, I can still, you can still stay in that match. Stay and in lose. that match. So it for so it's about the team. Just don't get pinned. Just don't get pinned. We can't give that up. Don't lose. You can't give up. You can't right. give up. So, but what wrestling? But see, cr- that's alpha because you still saw a win and a loss. Yeah. yeah. Like because yeah. because you're able. Alpha is able to analyze the entire playing field and say, you know what? A to B may may be the goal. Getting to getting from B to A may be the goal. But guess what? There's a B. There's a B point. There's a B two point oh that you need goal. to get yeah. to too. Greater goal. Yeah. And so greater it's a sacrifice too. It's sacrifice for for the for the greater good of, of the squad, pretty much. But what it also, I think, it instilled in when you talked about discipline, wrestling is uh, unique in the sense that the preparation is harder than yeah, the match. Yeah, Cutting weight the whole week, trash. not being able to eat, drink, <laughs> like trying to making making weight is extremely challenging. Wow. Then yeah. you have competition. Ain't been in that hot box. That's yeah. what they're saying. There. They ain't and, been in there. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's trash. It's you. I wrestled in high school. Oh, wrestling is a, is a beast. And, and yeah, I got it. Also, practice practice is harder than competition. <laughs> yeah, practice is harder than competition. Well, <laughs> hey, it's a, it's a lot of sacrifice, discipline that it takes to get. And not every kid's going to be able to just wrestle. Right. But and when it comes to developing character in young men, especially young black men, because we a lot of our sports that, and I hate to say it this way, because I just don't have another word for it, but because it's not. I don't mean this in a negative connotation, no, but football, is, basketball, all almost have a, a, a gang mentality. We're a unit, that. and we go beat this unit. Mm-hmm. But for an individual to go out by themselves, I have mm-hmm. no one to blame. I have no one to depend it's on. on me. It's on me, but it's still for the good of the squad. I think mm. even playing football or basketball, when a kid gets in, a lot of your football, uh, excuse me, wrestlers that play football end up being exceptional yep. because they know their job 
is extremely important, and they have to execute because their execution is for the greater good of the squad. And I'm not, even if I may look bad on this play, it's for the sake of the team advancing. Absolutely. You know Justin Gorham and John Lyon? Yeah, I know Gorham. They taught yeah. me that. Yeah. That very thing you're talking about right now. So, so, so check this. I got a question. Well, a question and a statement. So you made a good point. Coaching, you, you, you know, you just left St. Louis. Coaching can bring out the alpha male out of somebody, mm-hmm. right? If you know how to reach them in a certain capacity, you can touch their alpha male. If pers- you know, yeah. somebody might be timid, but they really got something to unlock. And, you know, they might be a beta, you know, shy or whatever, or what people perceive as, but they really have the alpha mentality if you can unlock it, right? Mm -hmm. So when you say that, like coaching, and it might not be in sports, like pivot from sports, like it might be somebody on your team that he's really good at wrestling, but that's not really his love. And then you talk to him and you have a conversation and he really loves something else, music or something. Or the debate team. Yeah, debating. And then you unlock his alpha male in that perspective. Mm-hmm. And I don't think society sees that, yeah. whereas coaches can see that. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, what do you really want to do? Do you really want to, like, I know you, you're actually good or you can be good. You have the potential to be good. But what do you really like? And I don't think many people, especially as black men, we don't have those conversations enough with our people who we think got to play sports or got to do certain things. Like, we don't. We don't figure out like what you know what makes your mind tick. Like what do you like? It's an it's an awareness. It's almost right. Like um, how do you say pledging? For example, pledging. You have to be yeah pledging. For example, you have to be aware. Each individual has a different you know a different experience that may unlock what they need to get to the next level. Absolutely. But you also have to be able to evaluate who who you're cultivating that alpha male within. Absolutely. For me, it was a it was a physical, it was a fight, it was a, you know, discovering within myself that now instead of going out there and I'm thinking about te- getting a takedown or thinking I may win this match, now I go into matches, my dad would say in my ear, top of the food chain, I say time to eat. Because I'm going to go impose my will on someone else. But wrestling's a one-on-one. So I'm going to dominate mm-hmm. and I'm going to beat him so bad physically, mentally, to where instead of, just him losing, he never actually wants to step out on the mat with me again. That was my goal. Go. I felt like I was going to win. I'm going to win anyway. Yeah. Now I want to make sure you try to find a new weight class because you don't get your ass That's kicked again. Yeah. Right. But every every individual has something that unlocks that because I've seen a ton of kids that just aren't physically and athletically gifted enough to wrestle on the next level, Division One. Right. But right. when you unlock that in them in that space in a high school at a very amateur level – now when they go to, you know, my brother's got engineers on the team. Yeah. Those kids are going into work like, boom, I'm doing I'm this to get it best. done. We're going to do, like, it just, yep. it just is a trigger for you. It's like, damn, I'm not sitting back to, to be given orders. Absolutely. I'm going to go get yeah. it done. Absolutely. So I've been consolidating everything that you're saying, right, into key points, right, like action points, takeaways, et cetera, right? Um, so the one thing, the top thing that I've heard everybody say, discipline. Yes. That's yes. the first part. Yeah. The second part, because you, you touched on it when you said um, I was looking at the win within the loss, mm-hmm. right? Critical thinking slash analysis. You yeah. got to have those skills. Yes. You sure. got to be able to see through the bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Take the meat from the bones. The third point is self-awareness. Mm-hmm. 
self-awareness in my mind means emotional intelligence. Yeah, absolutely. You can't transmute that energy unless you're emotionally intelligent. Absolutely. know you're feeling something. Mm -hmm. And when you feel whatever you feel, what can you do with that? Mm -hmm. You feel what I'm saying? Versus allowing those emotions to take you. I've I've spoken about this before. Like, in our community, in our demographic, a lot of times we see emotion as weakness. Right? Yes. And I did. It took me longer to figure out that aspect of it. Absolutely. So a lot of us sit back and say, oh, if if you're emotional, you're weak. I don't think that's the case. I think it's the lack of control over said emotions that makes you weak. Yes. You're actually weak if you don't don't express your emotions. Express yourself. Exactly. You've made yourself a unilateral being. You're easy to break. Exactly. The triune cord is harder to cut. So why you say that? Emotional intelligence is what people are hiring on now over now, IQ. Right. Because you yeah. can teach. Yep. All of us are capable of everything. Right. Doing the job. And now right. we talk about, you know, the growth mindset and things like that. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you respond if your day don't go right? Right. Like, Emotional a lot of people will break, like, yep. have a and, breakdown. And, and, that, and that affects and the company's I'm, overall bottom out Yeah, outcome, yeah that's why. That's yep. why. Financial that's outcome because you're hiring people who can't make it through the day to do the work that you need them to do. Right. And being, like, I mean, so I had the phys- I had the physical, you know, acumen, whatever the case may be, and the mentality, the, right. the killer instinct. But like you mentioned, what I lacked in my co- and I had the the success I had in high school, I had some success in college, but I didn't have the same success because it became much less about the physical because everyone's elite at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. It's the guys who did have the emotional intelligence. I was still in that space of being emotional is being soft. Mm-hmm. And most coaches were even pushing that. Yep. But the guys who could either block out their coach because I know better about myself, my body, mm-hmm. my right. recovery, things like that, or that I need to express my emotions, those are the guys who had more success on higher levels. Because those guys, and I learned it later. They self-regulate. You self-regulate. And, you, and those, knowing how to understand your emotions, how to deal with your emotions instead of balling them up, keeps you away in comp- in sports and competition away from anxiety yes you know things that distract you from your overall goal the guys who can get that level presence get that vibrations on the on the right level mm-hmm. everyone talks about being in a zone we i've probably been in the zone three times in my life i've probably been in the zone three times in my life but the guys who are special know how to put themselves in the in zone, the zone. Yes. and a lot of people think they've been in the zone but the, the three times in, in my wrestling it's career where i was again. in the zone it was like Dude was moving it slow. Can't nobody slow. beat you. I mean, you lock, you I mean, I mean like Co- Kobe talked about it. Yeah, Kobe. A- Kobe talked about how like he would get in Mamba mode, mm-hmm. be in the zone and can't hear the nobody in the nobody. crowd. Nobody. I don't even remember. He talked about. He talked about right. He talked about not as like a not as like a not as like a hypothetical thing. He said he literally couldn't hear nothing. Right. So you 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 being in the zone is a level is is a part of your brain that you unlock. You know, they say that humans use 10% of their, their actual brain. Imagine if you could use 25 to 35% of that where you would be, right? Oh, Accessing. Factual, that, that is. But, but, that's, that's, but come on now. I feel, I feel your point. But, but you know what? But hold on, but hold on. I think, I think that's the difference between people that are geniuses and people that are not. Because because I believe that a, I believe that a person that's a genius is literally accessing more of his brain. That's why Albert Einstein's brain looked different from Everybody else's because yeah. Well, well, you <laughs> he, was sacri- tap, he was tapping into that, and but, but the thing that. you said he, sacri- yeah. he sacrifices social yeah. his social ac- accountability to to focus more so on his intelligence. All, in my mind, 
all children are geniuses. Why? Because you can teach a child 12 different Yeah, languages. my mom told me the other day that, you know, it's between yes. 0 to 36 months is the most critical time and so in for that child's case, growth. Your genius can effectively be stamped out mm-hmm. because of your nurturing. Yes. Right? Mm-hmm. And so I don't, yes. I, and when I, think of, when, I, when I think about what you said, most people, you know, are tapping into 10% or geniuses tap into more. I think we all started on that playing field Correct. in regards to genius, right? Mm-hmm. Our brains are extremely plastic, mm-hmm. right? Neuroplasticity is a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, up into a point though, right? Up, into, up into a point. So, so right. if, a, if you have a three-year-old that has been nurtured from zero, fostered, then yes. from, zero to, yes. from zero to three years old, that three-year-old may be using more of their brain than Absolutely. a 25 to 30-year-old individual, yeah, that I can agree right? With because yeah. they unlock not unlocked it, but they well, yeah, I mean, true, into yeah, it. yeah, right, a lot earlier, right. I mean, there, there's <laughs> levels there. Even when you get down, we was having a conversation about spirituality before this, and there, there shows a level of maturity when it comes down to even being able to have that conversation without getting mad. Exactly. I, exactly. I feel like I as we had that conversation, like we were, we have unlocked a level of consciousness within ourselves, sparking interest. I was to. To yeah. to to be able to have that conversation without debating and trying to prove the other man right. right. Like I right. said something really critical that a person that may be on another level of vibration within their mentality would have got pissed off and livid at. Right. Whereas you was like, hmm, I need to look that up. And then yeah. you talk then you mentioned a book. Let's figure that yeah. out. Uh, yeah. Then you yeah, said something. You was like, okay, yeah. those are maturity is uh uh is a is also a level of of consciousness, and we talk a lot about emotional intelligence. Like for a man to suppress how he feels for the Ooh. betterment of himself is a master lesson. Like the ma- there's a book called the Master Key System, and the Master Key System takes you through a thirty something week process that allows you to use the Master Key to unlock things within yourself. They involve meditation. They involve doing things at a certain time of that day. And as we discussed alpha males, and before we wrap this up, no matter what book you read, you will see how the echo of discipline is within men. You listen to President Obama talk about it. You listen to Kobe talk about it. You listen to Jordan talk about it. You listen to how all these individuals were so disciplined, whether it's studying film, whether it's reading books. I mean, President Obama went to a community college to start off with. He transitioned to be the president of the United States. A lot of people don't know that he did that before he went to, you know, so it's choosing to go Monday, Wednesday, Friday with no food. discipline. That's that's discipline that I that's unheard of. Absolutely. Yeah. You, you just don't see and, oh, and to watch someone do that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like consider yeah. this point. Individual everyone on the outside, normal people will look at you as if you're crazy. Oh yeah. To take and they did. Oh yeah. Right. And they will. Yeah. But you know why you're But that's doing why you know that's like that's locked in. Yeah. yeah. You're locked yeah. in. Yeah, like like tunnel vision. Like you I can I can is. relate I can relate personally because within three days I'd be vegan hundred percent for a year. Nice. Within okay. within Dog. appreciate it, yeah. yeah. Within within yeah. I think fifteen <laughs> days. Yeah. Within fifteen days I I I would have meditated every day for the last year. So like June is a big month for me as far as disciplining myself to do something. And I always look at it as the opportunity of what haven't I locked in there and done yet? Can I do it? Like me and my girl did a fruit fast where we did nothing but fruit, nothing but juice for five days straight. No other food. Felt good. It was feel? hard. As, I mean, it feel? felt good. It was hard. I ain't going to cap. It's fulfilling when you <laughs> finish, though. It's fulfilling when you I ain't going to cap. But, yeah. So I, so I was able to like to lock in on that and be yeah. like, hmm, because I see so many people do fast and break them. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, I always tell myself, like, I'm always at competition with myself first, mm-hmm. other yeah. people second. You know, yeah. so, like, to sum the conversation up, man, alpha males exist, beta males exist, but they all, both of those characteristics exist in everyone. It's just all about what you're willing to do to unlock it. Not everybody is willing to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Not everybody is willing to defer things. Deferment is huge. Because, like, you have to tell yourself, you have to be able to look at everybody else, enjoy a certain thing, and you willingly defer, your, defer it from yourself to attain something later on. Yeah. And so I think all in all, man, is, is, is all about harvesting the alpha that's in you if that's what you want. And understanding if if you are a beta male, if if you want to be alpha, that's what. Like I can relate. Me and Colton can relate because it's like if you want to be a noob, it's certain shit you gotta do. Gotta do it. And 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 it it makes you understand as a brother. I to, be, to, to consider yourself an alpha male and then go through that process. And it's like, that was the hardest part. I, all the other stuff. It's like, it's like y'all should be kappa males. That's what y'all should be. Oh, like, I want to add, add, add a little something yeah, to it. Yourself was tough. Also, also, people got to realize that you can coach somebody up into yes. their alpha male. Yes. Because Absolutely. we might see somebody as a beta male in, in certain situations, but everybody has an alpha in them and you can coach them up. Or they have that point of realization by themselves. Absolutely. So if you're a good coach and you're an alpha male, you should be able to coach an alpha male up in, sure. in whatever they want to be. For sure. So you should be able to replicate the process. Right. Yeah, exactly. And each one, yeah. one reach one. Yeah. And Colton, go ahead and wrap it up. It's a last yeah, tip. This is the last tip. And this isn't alpha male. This is in reference to the zone. The And I actually heard this. It's a movie quote, but it's the closest definition of the zone for any athlete that, that I've ever heard. The zone is the point at which serenity meets chaos. Mm, yeah. That is I the agree. point at which you are in Calm the zone. It is so much around you, but you are you are completely zen, zen. while there is That's what zen so is. much I, going around and yes. everything's slow. That's what zen is. It's, it's slow-mo around you. Wrestling-wise, I was like, I, my body was already headed there before I decided to yep. take that shot, and yep. I was there, and it, it was like, damn, he's not even moving. Mm-hmm. Like, he's Literally walking into everything, but that space, uh, you're able to find that. And I think that's through meditation that you can find I, that, I, I that you can control oh, yeah. finding that. Yeah, yeah. And so and meditation is what has grounded me to be able to deal with highly, highly stressful situations in my life, but, but remaining at the same level as if everything was going perfect. You know, understanding that everything is going to be okay. Understanding that the effort and the time and energy that I have put in to get to this position today that I can deal with this now complicated task or issue without missing a beat in other areas of my life. So it's, it's, I feel like, and I'm going to say this word and I'm going to mean it, this phrase, I feel like everyone has this, um, the ancient people used to call it demigods, Mm -hmm. right? Everybody has this demigod within themselves that they can harness. And that alpha male is that because you understand as a black man, as a alpha man, that's a black man. You understand that you are a supreme being. You understand that there's nothing on earth that you cannot accomplish. And you understand that whatever task is put in front of you, you will not waver in front of that. 
and you will always stay focused. You will stay in the zone. You will stay zenned out, and you will understand where you are in the hierarchical system, and you understand that you're at the top. And that's how you keep. That's Let's how go. You make sure you and your alpha wife man, right. beta. There you go. That's how you keep wiping right. Yes, sir. There's yeah. another one. Never Clap it up, man. Never another good one. Get, get you, get you some bell and vodka. Yeah, do that. That'll get you an alpha male way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs>